the show where I help high-achieving women push their limits, dominate their mindset, and take actions towards their goals. It's about to get real, so buckle up and brace for impact. My name is Ashley Mayfield, and I am the high-achieving woman. Y'all, today I want to share a story about my friend, Vanessa. Okay, I've had the honor of being her mentor, her leader, a friend. Uh, Vanessa's one of those women who are super kind-hearted. We all know that type of woman, right? She would literally give someone the shirt off her back. She truly loves and believes in people, um, and she wants to give her family an amazing, amazing life. And if you ever get to know Vanessa, you will know that she is an absolute shoe joy. Uh, I have valued our friendship, our relationship since the moment our paths have crossed, and I really could just tell that she was going to do big things. Um, Vanessa is one of those people that kind of when our paths crossed, she immediately embraced my leadership. She was extremely coachable and she has progressed in a way that a mentor would want their mentee to progress. The girl has been absolutely unstoppable. And the last two years that we have had the honor of working together, um, she's had incredible highs. She's had devastating lows. It's just a normal example of what the journey of success looks like. But somehow, this chick keeps bouncing back, okay? And so... A couple months ago, there was something really interesting that happened. I noticed that Vanessa was walking through a situation. And as, you know, I was coaching her and leading her through like I have the last, you know, 18, 24 months, I noticed that there was another person that I was coaching and mentoring that was going through an exact same situation. I'm talking almost identical. And I wish I could like go into details, but it's like way too soon to talk about the situation. It's too soon, love. It's too soon, love. Uh, But after a few days of comparing and contrasting, we're just going to say Vanessa in person B, okay? Person B. (laughs) Uh, I noticed that there was one massive difference. Vanessa was entirely more leaned in. She had a positive mindset. She had a fire in her belly. She had determination and grit, all of those qualities that were missing from the other person. And honestly, when I was comparing and contrasting, like it started to piss me off. Like how many of you have ever led or mentored people or you oversaw people? And it was just like one person got it and the other person didn't. And I felt like I was banging my head against the wall. And I started getting really frustrated with the second person, just in my mindset, not in my coaching, uh, or maybe I did, I don't know. Um, But like, how could Vanessa be uh, like, going through the exact same situation, except she just had a totally different perspective. How could these two girls who were so identical at the same time be polar opposite? Isn't it interesting how two people can show up in life uh, having the same baggage, but one makes it and one doesn't? And I literally just couldn't put my finger on what the differentiating factor was, okay? I mean, I knew some of the qualities, obviously, that were hitting me in the face, like I had mentioned, but I just couldn't figure out what it was. I couldn't pinpoint it down to give me peace of mind or to like just ease my sanity. I don't know. And it wasn't until that I was talking to like one of my friends who I'm usually always like, you know, dumping on and venting to and gossiping with. And I was like, what the heck is going on? And literally like just so clear and so plain. She goes, it's simple. Vanessa has no plan B. Y'all, when I tell you I was pissed when she said it because I thought, how did I, like, I've grown so much in growth that I, like, did I disconnect from, like, bottom surface level issues? I should have seen this and I should have known better, right? 
And I went through this like roller coaster of emotions afterward um, when dealing with these two people. But fast forward, you know, let me just jump to the end real quick. Vanessa crossed her finish line and person B didn't. And this is truly the example of the power of having no plan B. And that's kind of what I want to just talk with you ladies about today is, and I'm just going to, we're diving right in. So buckle up and brace for impact. If you have a plan B when it comes to your goals and your dreams, it literally means that you are expecting to quit. You're preparing for defeat and trying to ease yourself emotionally with the preparation of what you'll do if your goal, if your dream, if your assignment doesn't work out. You do this so you will feel better, so you won't be blindsided by failure. But I want you to know that just because you fail, that is okay. Failure is a needed entity on the path to success. I repeat this over and over. Failure is not bad, but quitting is. And plan Bs mean there's something else that is an option. It means you have a back door. Plan Bs are for quitting. And if you truly want to make a difference in your life, you have to stop quitting. It can't even be an option on the table. So I want to ask you, could it be that your plan B is preventing you from going all in. In fact, how many times have you showed up to your goal creating the almost uh, what if this doesn't work out scenario? What do we mask that with? We, we call it worst case, right? Oh, worst case scenario. No, absolutely not. We have to stop that thinking. There is something to be said about high achieving women that have a predetermination that no matter what, I'm going to make this work. Whatever this is, insert your goal, insert your aspiration, your dream, whatever it is. Those women are the women that thrive. Those women are the women that dominate. Those women are the ones that change the world. It's time to stop allowing yourself a way out. You see, our brains are really freaking funny, okay? It, your brain will take the easy way out every freaking time. By design, our ego and our brains want us to play safe. You see, we think that ego is wanting more, is wanting the spotlight. No, ego is keeping you playing modest, keeping you playing small. It's okay your brain will make you think that it is okay to take a day off, that it is okay to cut corners, that it is okay to play safe, that it is okay to not take risks or to slow down. Rest, take a break. You deserve it. Screw that. Screw that. The only thing that pisses off a true high achieving woman is the ones who don't. The ones who don't push, the ones who don't fight, the ones who don't go all in, the ones who don't burn the boats. Have you ever watched someone on their journey of growth and you just watched them and you thought, what a fraud? <laughs> like, I I'm sorry. Let's be honest for a second, though. Right. They told you they're going all in, but there's no signs. There's no signs. There's no symptoms. There's no fruit on their tree. And you look at them and you're like, what a freaking fraud. Like you're saying it, but you're not living out. It's not about practicing what we preach. Sometimes it's about preaching what we practice. And that's why a lot of people have imposter syndrome. Because they're saying one thing and then they're trying to align their, whew, this is just a whole other episode, y'all. They're trying to align their actions to who they say they are. Instead of just speaking their truth from an authentic place, 
right? It's so simple that way. We've had it backwards. Don't practice what you preach. Just preach what you practice. What, you, what comes natural to you on an everyday basis? And when you increase your level of practicity, I don't know, your practicehood, <laughs> the things that you do, your habits, your discipline, all of that good stuff. When you just work on that, describing who you are and being a woman of your word comes so much more easy because you're just, uh, you know, you're, you're just preaching what it is that you already practice, right? It just makes sense. But you don't have to be a fraud. Just eliminate the plan B. You see, one thing that comes simple to me is talking about this because I've been all in. I know what it takes to have no plan B. I don't get a lot of things right. But the things I do get right, <laughs> like I feel confident to speak on them. I know what it's like to, de- to deny desires. I know what it's like to climb to the top. And I'm just getting started, right? My journey is just starting. But I know what it's like to sacrifice. You have to get to the point where you stop negotiating with yourself, And I want you to just pause. Now, if you're driving a car, don't stop. But if you like, just pause for a second and reflect. What area of your life have you been saying that you're going all in, but you keep negotiating with yourself? What area is that? What excuses are you giving yourself? What participation trophy <laughs> are you giving and you're letting yourself off the hook? Oh, but it's okay because you had good intentions. You had good intentions of starting that habit. You had good intentions of stopping that habit. Y'all, it is time to burn the boats and take the island. It is time to stop cheating on your future. It is time to throw away the plan B. This is truly the definition of zero options mentality. And I want you to know that it is scientifically proven that people who have a backup plan do not push as much. They lack focus. They lack effort compared to people with no plan B. There is so much positive gain for having no plan B, for not having a backdoor option, for going all in on whatever it is that is in front of you. So three things I want you to know. When you make a decision, because I'm trusting that whatever's in front of you, you're making the decision. I'm trusting that what you said you do last year, you're going to start today. That when you said next week and that is today, you're starting it today. And I want to let you know three ways that not having a plan B and going all in on whatever it is in front of you, how it's going to change your life. The A lot of times we're waiting for things to change uh, before we actually take, like we're looking for signs that we're on the right path or we're looking for confirmation before we ever take the step. That's why it drives me crazy when people just sit back and they're like, oh, it's all in God's timing. I could write a whole like dissertation on people that are like, oh, I'm just waiting on God. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting. It's all in his timing. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? You have to take action. The Lord speaks in our motion. You have to take action. And I assure you, I assure you, Jesus is so much bigger than you. And if you're heading in the wrong direction, he going to pull a Jonah on you. Like I, whether it's, whether you're heading in the wrong direction intentionally or unintentionally, like I promise you, he is bigger than your ability to go in the wrong direction. You've got to trust in that, but you have to stop giving yourself a back door to get out. So three ways that you will drastically change your life 
when you eliminate a plan B. The first thing it's going to do is it's truly going to create a standard for yourself. You see, a lot of people will fall for anything because they don't have standards. They allow themselves to blow with the wind emotionally. One day they're all in this. The next day they're all in that. You have to get to the point where you raise your foundation. It's the inner work. This is something only you can do. No one can raise the standard for you like you can for yourself. And without having a way out, you increase your leadership ability by finding creative ways to be solution-minded, right? You create this like determination factor. Going back to Vanessa, you create this determination factor. You develop a posture about yourself. You legit become a force to be reckoned with. Because you're just going to rise. It literally alters your innards. I don't even know if that's a word, but it alters your insides, which is the true life change, right? Instead of lying to yourself, instead of telling yourself another day, another week, another year, oh, I'm going to do it this time. Oh, I'm serious this time. No, make the decision. Instead of being the type of person, being the type of woman who's overcommitting and underdelivering, you will finally start doing the things that you say you're going to do when you don't have a backdoor option and there's no choice but to face forward. You're going to learn how to trust yourself. You will tolerate less of your bullcrap. You will be able to see through your own facade. And that is an amazing place to be when you develop that level of self-awareness. And so when you decide to go all in, you are literally, so it's not about like increasing the goal. Sometimes it's about raising the foundation, the level in which we operate, our non-negotiable standard that we have for ourselves. And too many women aren't doing that. That is how you become a high achieving woman. It's not about, Setting these massive goals. I've known so many women that set massive goals, but they don't raise their foundation. And so their level that they fall, the level of tragedy that happens, I've known girls that have earned $30,000 a month that now can barely manage $5,000 a month. Why? Because they didn't raise their foundation. Sure, they increased their income, but they didn't change the discipline, the habits that were required you get what I'm saying? Like, it, you have to raise your foundation of what you will no longer tolerate, okay? And it's not a matter of like, sure, you know, you're always going to have a dip in business going back to that $30,000 a month, but it's like, hey, I'm going for $30,000 a month, but my non-negotiable is fifteen. I will never make below 15000 again, right? Like, saying things like that, not letting yourself go back to five, right? And so uh, I can use the same example in weight loss. How many of you have ever said, like, I want to lose 25 pounds? And then, you know, maybe you lose 25 pounds, but you do not have a standard for which you operate your life. And then all of a sudden you find yourself six months later, you've put that weight back on. Sure, you might have lost the 25 pounds, but you didn't have a, a lifestyle change. You didn't have a non-negotiable, okay, I'm not, I'm not eating while I sit down and watch TV because I'm just going to over binge, right? Okay, I'm not going to late night snack anymore. Okay, I'm not going to allow the cookies and the chips and the soda to come into my house anymore. You didn't raise the foundation for yourself. And it's a very dangerous place to be. Uh, not raising the foundation is always going to give you a backdoor or it's going to hurt when those failures come and those losses come because you're going to lose so much. When you are face forward and you have no plan B, it will literally raise your foundation. You're going to learn how to trust yourself and it's going to be truly life-changing. 
The next thing is that you truly learn how to control your environment. Now, you can't control your environment until you learn how to control yourself, right? But going back, and I alluded to this earlier, having fruit on your tree, I want you to think about yourself as being a tree. And when you, as the high achieving woman that you are, right, when you do the things that you're supposed to do, your tree is going to grow. It's not rocket science. It makes sense, right? When you do the right work, you truly will get results. And the fruit is going to grow. And now you've got facts. You've got the facts. The fruit are the facts. You know how to grow the fruit on your tree. There is proof there, tangible proof. What's really interesting is you, when you start seeing fruit on your tree, see, most of you haven't held on long enough to start seeing the fruit. You do something to intentionally damage your tree or you don't take care of your tree, something, but you haven't seen the fruit yet. Now, true high achieving women that have tasted the fruit, you've seen it, you've tasted it, you've gotten like, a t- I'm not talking about like you put it in your mouth, but I'm talking about like you develop that fire in your belly, right? You want to make sure your tree keeps producing. What do you do? You protect it. You prioritize it. You keep it in pristine condition, right? You tend to it. You monitor its environment because once you've tasted success, <laughs> you don't want to go back to being just a seed, right? Once you've seen the impact, once you've seen the result, once you've seen the income, once you've crossed the finish line, right? And so what's crazy is once you start making the decision to go all in, it truly shifts everything. Because once you realize and prove to yourself that you're capable to start setting standards for yourself, with my first point, once you realize you raise your foundation, man, you're going to start setting that standard for people around you and in your environment. Your intuition develops quick. I get a lot of people that ask me, that's one of my superpowers. I just have very strong intuition. And they're like, well, how do you, first of all, I don't know if I was born this way. Like, sure, it does come natural to me, but just by design and my personality and how I was created. But it's also something that I've developed and it's something you can develop too. Your intuition kicks in when you learn how to set a standard for yourself. When you are truly growing and you have a standard, you become so intuitive because you can sniff out the bull crap in other people, Right? You start seeing and sensing the rotten fruit on other people's tree. It makes sense once you have the facts. And so you have the capacity to avoid putting, your st- putting yourself in situations that are going to damage your fruit. Do you guys see how powerful this is? I mean, this is truly powerful crap. Who do you know that has a plan B in their life that you need to share this episode with? And I do want to say thank you to everyone that is sharing the episodes. I appreciate that so much. My heart and my passion truly is to help high-achieving women to be the best version of themselves because why not? And for anyone who's got it twisted, this isn't some kind of sick feministic movement. Can't stand those people, okay? Love you. Can't stand you though, (laughs) okay? But I'm serious. Once you learn how to set the foundation and the standard for yourself, you start setting the foundation and the standard for your environment and for those around you. And there's just things that you will no longer tolerate. Okay. And the next is what's really cool is when you do both of those things, your impact is going to go through the freaking roof. So many of you listening to me, you want to make a difference. You want to make a difference. You want to use your God-given gifts. You want to walk in your purpose. 
which is always for other people, right? We were designed, we were created by a loving God to do life with people. And as high achieving women, we want to make an income, but we're equally as passionate about making an impact. We value leading, helping, serving others. We value knowing that we're making a difference. We value seeing the impact that we're making. And when I say that, you know, I think that people are mistaken and they think that they have to be like mega passionate about relationships or like people have, everybody has this different idea about what building relationships, what community, what impact means to you. It doesn't mean that you have to be like totally geeked and, you know, your heart is for the missions field or that you like want to go get your nails painted and go to coffee with the girls. Like that doesn't have to be what it means. I truly believe every every human is passionate about relationships. And that's something that I've had to get more and more clear on. Over the last six months, I've caught myself saying, I'm not driven by relationships. I'm not driven. That's not true. I am extremely driven by relationships. But I'm. it's specific relationships. It's not all of them, right? Just like community. Community to me means growth. It doesn't mean just going out and having appetizers and drinking a glass of wine, which I don't drink a glass of wine anyway. It's probably why I don't like doing stuff like that. That's not community to me. Community to me is iron sharpens iron. Community to me is valuing the time that other high achieving women have and making sure we leave the conversation sharper and better and further along, right? And so... Don't think that like when I'm talking about this in impact and leadership and community and relationships that it means that you've got to like, you know, want to be around the campfire with 100 women singing Kumbaya. That doesn't have to be what it looks like. Impact can look any way you want it to. And you might not be driven by people. That's okay. Many of you are listening to me. You might be a little bit more green, a little bit more red personality. You might not be driven 100% by people. And that is okay. There is nothing wrong with that. Dare to say even yellow greens are like that and green yellows, okay? All those personalities. And if you're not following me on Instagram and TikTok, I talk a lot about the color personalities there. So make sure you follow me. Um, But, uh, you know, you don't have to be like that. But you do value the relationships that you do have very near and dear. I dare to say you want to make an impact in your marriage. I dare to say you want to make an impact with your children, right? Okay? In your family, whatever that looks like to you. Um, But here's the deal. When it comes to impact, when you position yourself and you raise your foundation, and you control your environment, those first two points that I had already said, you start becoming attractive to the right people. And that's when things get really, really cool. A lot of you that are listening to me, you're my people, right? We're driven by the same things. We desire the same things. Our mind thinks the same way. We might be on different levels, but we have so much common ground together. And a lot of times when you're creating a plan B, this is what you're missing out on. I know so many of you are desiring to find your people, your tribe, your community. But the problem is, is you don't know how to set a standard for yourself. You don't know how to raise your foundation and you don't know how to control your environment. So now you don't even know who you are. You don't have self-awareness and you just want to be friends with everybody and anybody. And sis, you've got no business doing that. You really have no business doing that, okay? But when you don't create a plan B, you're going to start finding your tribe. Because when you slow down and you take the shortcuts, you miss out on the law of magnetism, the law of magnetism. People want to follow a leader that is going somewhere and doing something. And people want to follow a leader they can trust that when things get tough, they will find the way out, that they will be solution-minded. And that 
external drive that people are looking for, that external factor comes from a place of creating that on the inside, setting that standard for yourself. You cannot make the kind of impact on women that you desire if you have a plan B. Your plan B is costing you the impact that you desire. And you see what's really interesting and what's really funny is your gift. It's not just for you. And every time I'm leaving you with this thought, every time you throw in the towel and every time you think it's easy to walk away, you're hurting the women, the lives, and the families that need your gift. And that's a fact. 